Well, here we are. It's a Friday. This is the last day until Monday <laughs> that you'll be able to get a Dow of the day. So I want to invite you guys up to pick a number from 1 and 81 and see what the Dow has in store for your weekend. Uh, these are, uh, oh, oh, we got Will is coming on. First thing, this is awesome. It's always great to have someone come up right away. Will, how are you doing today? I am good. How are you? I am doing great. I'm doing great. I'm here in Virginia where, you know, the weather is always just a little nicer than in Chicago, you know, until, until <laughs> summer, until summer. That is. I'm sure it sucks here, but it's too funny. I actually, I love Virginia because you have not far from you, uh, the Shenandoah mountains. You have, yes. the Blue Ridge, you have the Blue Ridge Parkway and, yes. the, Sky, and the Skyline Drive. And, uh, every year around, October when the leaves change, I drive down to that area. I do some hiking, I do some walking, and I do I drive both the Blue Ridge Parkway and the Skyline Drive every year. It's therapeutic. It is a beautiful, beautiful place to be. Yeah, I, I have done quite a bit of hiking in the past, but I'm 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 tasked with watching some some family and watching watching nieces and nephews while my sister is uh, traveling. So, uh, so I'm not going to be getting a lot of that in, but I do love it here, and it's just nice to be. It's nice to get away a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's always nice to get away and, and change of scenery, change of pace. There's uh -huh. a therapeutic mindset you know, mental health aspect to it as well. So absolutely. So uh, speaking of all of these things, like uh, you got a number for me. I do. So is it a new number every day? Or like, can I use the same number every time I speak to you? Or how does this work? <laughs> no, you pick a number every day, you pick a new number. Um, it could be the same number that you, you picked. And we can talk about that again, and see how that works. But, um, but no, you pick a new number and, and anything between one and 81. And, and we'll we'll tackle whatever comes up. Correct. So you're saying is, is if I use the same number every day, it'll be something different. Well, no, it'll be the same words, but we might come up with something different. Uh, like we, we might see it in a new light. I see. Okay. Let's see. Um, I've already done that and that. What number would I choose? Let's do 36. Why not? 36. I don't know. Why not? We'll find out. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I suddenly mistakenly drop out right away, <laughs> where did he go? That's right. It's like, I guess, I guess that's why not. Um, all right. So if, if you want to shrink something, you must first allow it to expand. If you want to get rid of something, you must first allow it to flourish. If you want to take something, you must first allow it to be given. This is called the subtle perception of the way things are. The soft overcomes the hard, the slow overcomes the fast. Let your workings remain a mystery. Just show people the results. Wow, that's uh, like, it feels like that resonates with you really deeply. Like how, 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 do, you, how do you feel that it, land? You're gonna have to probably say it one more time, but before you do that, it feels like it's contradictory the whole way through. And so the question is, why is that my reaction, so to speak? And more importantly, is that what it's really saying? So I'm going to ask you to repeat it one more time, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Please. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. All right. If you want to shrink something, you must first allow it to expand. If you want to get rid of something, 
you must first allow it to flourish. If you want to take something, you must first allow it to be given. This is called the subtle perception of the way things are. The soft overcomes the hard, the slow overcomes the fast. Let your workings remain a mystery. Just show people the results. So that's really interesting. That's like a combination of a flower blossoming and the book, The Magic of Believing by Claude M. Bristol. And I don't mean to be funny about this, but that's literally the combination that comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, um, have you read the book? <laughs> the no, I, I haven't. So I want I want you to expand <laughs> upon that a little bit. All right. Uh, I'm getting into dangerous territory, but here we go. Um, so because unless you have the proper mindset, you're not always supposed to be actually <laughs> talking about that book. But um, it's actually in the book. Like, I, I'm not kidding you. But um, for those who are listening, <laughs> this, this might get interesting very quickly. So for those who are who are listening, uh, the book, as I already started this conversation, I'll, I will finish it, obviously. I'll be, I'll be mad about it. So it's The Magic of Believing by Claude M. Bristol. And the long story short is that it's about mindset and affirmations, but like on steroids. And it's one of the first, first, first books that all the other books have stemmed from, literally. I think it was done in the 60s or 70s. And then others like Jim Rohn and others, like not like Tony Robbins and others, but going back to Jim Rohn or even back before Jim Rohn, so to speak. That's how like, not ancient, but how early in that food chain or early in the process of and the development of mindset and affirmations it is okay um and it's a it's a it's a smaller book i have a i i mostly do my quote-unquote reading by ebook and audiobook at this i mean so audiobook i apologize by audiobook at this point because of timing and you know trying to save time and whatnot but um it's, it's a good book to, to listen to and for those who need to feel their affirmations in their bones. Like you can do affirmations, right? And you're like, you know, I deserve this or I want this. And you, you do the preparations and you're in the zone and whether you want to call it meditation or some sort of in the zone kind of way. And you, know, you do it every day and you, you, you put in the work, but this allows for a person to see that a deeper knowledge of in the bones knowledge, as I call it, is, is needed. Um, but not in a forced way. It has to come naturally. It has to be worked on. And that's basically what that book is about in a nutshell, um, without ruining, you know, the, the, the desire because, um, you know, energy, I mean, emotions is, is energy in motion and we do actions based on our emotion. So I don't want to decrease people's emotional um, response to the need or want to go read the book. So I will leave it at that. Um, okay. And then my flower analogy is, you know, like it takes a while for the flowers to bloom. And for the petals to, you know, first expand, and then once they've expanded, and the, the flower dies, then then decreases decreases in volume, or, or or taking up space, so to speak. So that's that's how I interpret. Or you can do a blowing a blowing up of, of a balloon, for example, or blowing up of a beach ball. Same kind of a general concept of a lot of the first couple of sentences about expand and then contract, or it has to flourish before it can not wither. It doesn't say it doesn't use the words wither in what you said. But I right. will add in the words or ad lib or whatever. Yeah, of course. Paraphrase the words, you know, you know, yeah. um, wither away or whatever. Anyway, yeah. 
Yeah, let's show, so let's let's look at this kind of line by line and start going through it a little bit and see and see if there's anything more that we can kind of squeeze out of this. So if you want to shrink something, you must first allow it to expand. You know, it's interesting when I hear that. Some of the things that I always think of is like if you want to shrink your, you know, like if you want to shrink your ignorance, you must first allow yourself to embrace the fact that you're ignorant about something, Interesting. Interesting. right? Like it, without, without embracing the fact that you're a dumbass, you're not going to make any better decisions, you know, without embracing the fact, like for me, like if I, you know, cause I'm, I come from addiction and stuff. If I wanted to embrace, you know, if I wanted to increase my, if I want to shrink something, if I want to shrink my dependency on drugs and alcohol, I must first allow it to expand, meaning that I have to accept it because even though maybe I'm not allowing my dependency to expand, I'm allowing my relationship to it to expand. Let's take it one right? step further. It came to mind one step further. What about the need for conversation to discuss the issue, to work through the issue for then to contract it a little bit because you're, you're more settled, you're more solidified. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but I would still have to allow that to expand within me in order to have yes. the conversation. Yes, but the expansion is you going through each topic, each minute, each macro and micro, all of it. That There's expansion in there. You're pulling apart. It's like you're going through, I don't know, an, an, right. an onion. In order, in order to shrink something, we must first allow it to expand. Correct. Yeah. You have to go through it meticulously before it can shrink back to the regular size. So right. That you are, so you uh, have to uh, focus healed. on the yeah. big in order right. for it to, you know, like you, you must first allow it to expand. And then we move on to, if you want to get rid of something, you must first allow it to flourish. Same, same concept, actually, yeah. like in order for us to shrink our dependency. And if we're going to be utilized, we can utilize this for anything, you know, like whether it's mm -hmm. ignorance or dependency or whatever, you must first allow it to flourish, be there and allow my dependency to flourish in this moment, in this yeah. moment, without, without the judgment, without the, without all of the concepts of where we're headed, just be here now with it yeah. and allow yeah. it to be what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like <laughs> me going up on tangents. That's how I am. Sometimes it's almost like when Elon Musk was on the app two nights ago and you have to expand your, your thoughts, expand whatever for, the, for it to settle. Um, same thing with um, the sen second sentence of, um, oh, what did you say again? Darn if it. you want to get rid of something, you must there we go. You have to, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, so it's, and, it's, then, and then we ahead. move on to, if you want to take something, you must first allow it to be given. That's right. I mean, it's the same thing, whether we talk about the words example paradigm or the Elon Musk hands threw in there. To be able to take it, you have to be given. In other words, it has to be clear and you have to be able to sort of make it enough. It's almost like people who teach have to know what they're talking about first. Even if they're not, you know, the best at it, you still have to have a, a, a level of competency. And that's sort of what comes to mind is competency when it comes to being able to take it requires the giving first. Yeah. And if you are going to have competency in something, you have to first 
admit you don't know shit about it. Yes. Right? You have to approach it with that yes. humble space. Yes, or you're of, biased, one of the two, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is called the subtle perception of the way things are. See, I like that because it's just like, this is just the way it is. You yeah. can't just, you know, as we talk about, like, uh, as you had mentioned with this idea of uh, manifesting and, and, mm -hmm. and, and affirmations and stuff, you can't, mm -hmm. you can't just step up into a manifestation and just leave it there. Like it is like understanding what is behind the manifestation and what is the reason and what is the, what, what is your, what is your why for having this manifest, having this, this, uh, uh, affirmation at all. Right. Like, like really, Absolutely. I think, I mean, I don't, I didn't read the book, but I can imagine <laughs> that if this is what's bringing it up, there is like, this is the way it is. Right. This yeah. is the way it is. This is a law. You know, if we want to tend to talk about law of attraction, this is the way it is in order for you to take something. You must first allow it to be given. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The soft overcomes the hard. The slow overcomes the fast. Um, that really is, I, I think, kind of moves us back into the idea of if you want to shrink something, allow it to expand. There is ebb. There is flow. These things overcome one another. Yes, the fast might overcome quickly the slow, but the slow over time will always overtake the fast. And the soft will over time be able to yield to a place that it can overcome the hard. Interesting. This, these last two lines are the things that, that, that really kind of put a bow on this whole thing. And that's let your workings remain a mystery. Just show people the results. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's the other thing with, 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 the, with the, the book I quoted, right? Is that you're not supposed to start saying, I'm going to do all these things. Like, for example, me, when I approached you in terms of the, the thing that I'm doing, I don't, I'm not here to plug that. I'm just here to give an example. So I'll be brief about that. It's, it's because I didn't want to like talk all about it in this depth. I was like, okay, let's see what, what your feeling was about it. You're like, okay, great. You want to know more? So I explained more. And now I'm including, you know, people in a, in a gradient, in, in, a, in a staged level, if you will, to see what the feedback is, right? Because you're not really supposed to go like, hey, I'm doing all this and it's going to happen. And not like bragging, but like putting it out there too much. There's, there's there an element of subtlety. So. Yeah. And, you know, like. And, and when we talk about let your workings remain a mystery, if you're slow, it doesn't necessarily look like you're trying to overcome the fast. That's right. But you will. And it does. And yes. they might not even be your competition. They might just be what is going to happen. Correct. You're, I'm not saying the about, soft. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. Yeah. The soft is not trying to overcome the hard. Yeah. But ultimately it will. Yeah, I wasn't before talking about competition. I was just saying, like, no, 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 like I'm, this universe manifestation thing. Like, if you say too much or put too much out there, it's almost like this boomerang, boomerang reverse effect. Like, it's not going to come come to fruition, kind of deal, in some right. weird way. So, that's anyway. a beautiful reference. I'm glad you brought that up. I really appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you so no much. Worries. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, we have Samantha Ryan and Teresita. Teresita, you are first. Samantha, I hope you can hang out because I don't believe we've talked before and I would love to, um, but I do go in order, so. Wait. 
Hi hey. there. Hi there. Welcome back. It's so always so nice to see you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It's always good to be connected with Namaste. you. Namaste. How are you doing today? I am blessed, highly favored, just uh, so happy to be alive. Thank you for asking. Oh, good. I'm glad you're alive as well, and I'm glad you're here for Tao of the Day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you have a number for me today? Between well, I feel like he, he he did, but because I keep on getting threes and fives, and I did the fives last time, yeah. so um, why don't we go with the 33? 33. And let me ask you a question before we do that. Why is it the, the Tao uh, only from 1 to 81? I'm curious. There's only 81 chapters. Okay. Yeah. It was, uh, it's an ancient text. It was written, and there's only, like, that's as far as it goes. Okay. So, how about 33 for the day? 33. All right. 33 states, knowing others is intelligence, knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. If you realize that you have enough, you are truly rich. If you stay in the center and embrace death with your whole heart, you will endure forever. Ooh. Powerful. So what are your first thoughts? Well, my first thoughts is I've, I've been... Um... I've been acquiring forgiveness for a while and um, and get the last time when we did the fives and trying to let go of everything and allowing everything to take place as is acceptance. Well, you know that we know that. Yeah. Okay. Acceptance and wearing everything as a loose garment, so to speak. So um, I've been um, just, just ac ac accepting the universe to, bring things to me as as they're, they ought to be but not I'm not expecting them you know yeah. I'm, I'm just allowing everything to take place and not for me to be in the picture I also um, accept people as they are but in turn at the same time I'm not accepting um, negative energy I refuse to so I because I'm a cancer I've always uh, oh you and me both Hey, because hey, I'm a cancer. Let's cry together sometime. Yeah, exactly. Can we? <laughs> call call me whenever you want to cry on the phone. Because I'm a cancer and an empath, I, I tend to just want to love, love, love and be there for everyone. But then I exhaust myself and I don't realize that I'm, I'm, I'm going past my boundaries, you know, my own yeah. boundaries. And I have to set limits for my own self. So with that, uh, I, I over I overlook my own needs. So yeah. um, when death came into the picture there, I don't know what role it played, but my mother is not doing well. And my mother is what held me back in my recovery because, I, you know, and I had PTSD as a result of her. But then I realized that life wasn't about blame and, and looking at her, her wrongdoings. And she obviously had her own... Um, life circumstances as she grew up. Oh, you muted. Maybe you got a call. Respecting her for who she is. Oh. So she is not doing well and she's got Alzheimer's and she's even crazier. So I'm accepting her. I'm loving her for who she is and she is my my um, downfall and also my rise. <laughs> yeah. 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 
So I'm, it's a big, it's a big one right there. And, yeah. and so I'm also accepting the fact that it's, it's, I'm accepting the fact that when she does die, um, I'm, I'm, I need to be ready for it and realize that, that, you know, with death comes life. Yes. Yes, of course. And I don't know if that's what that meant there. Well, I mean, it may very well mean that for you right now. Um, okay. But let's let's start looking at this line by line because I think that there's a lot here, especially with what you're talking about. So knowing others is intelligence, right? Like so, knowing your mom is intelligence. You, you're you're smart. You're like, oh, I know she was this, and she was that. And this is what she was doing. She is both my my downfall and my and my platform, right, to rebuild. And right. But knowing yourself is true wisdom. So knowing yourself in this way, knowing knowing how you have internalized the things that you have experienced through your mother and through her, right? Like you can know her, but when you know yourself and how you've been affected and when you know how to grow yes. beyond that identity that you picked up by being her daughter, that's true wisdom. Right. Exactly. It's actually a beautiful process. Uh, it yes. is, is actually a beautiful process because I am so her and she is so me. Yeah. And and when I was always told, you're just like your mother, I used to cringe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And now I'm looking at the beauty of, of it because I she has a beautiful heart. Um, but, but she just chose to live in denial, you know, of a lot of things. <laughs> With that, I say a lot, you know? Yeah. I think you but then read, we also have to recognize that, you know, when you cringed, when people told you you were like your mother, you were living in denial as well. Exactly. And long story short, my daughter is also in, in recovery. And when she hears she's me, she also cringes. But, yeah. um, you know, we've, we had a family of dysfunction, so it's still in, in, it, in it and a lot of codependency. So um, it's, it, it's I, whether the family remains there being in recovery or not, it's just me and my daughter, really. Um, it's something that I've realized that I can't, I, I'm powerless over, even if my daughter is right. doing the same yeah. thing and she's still stuck in it. It's not up to me to, to, to want to, you know, show her this and, and try and explain this to her. I'm now at a state of peace where um, I have to allow everything and everyone to just be and be who they are and accept things yeah. for who they are. Yeah, and I'm because actually knowing others. Yeah, doesn't give you anything. It just gives you some intelligence. Exactly. You can, you can manipulate. You can do all those things. But it's not worth it. No. No, it's and not. Like, and that's not giving you any wisdom in the end. It's just yeah. giving you information about what other someone else would do, maybe. Yeah, and I've realized, Martin, it's so beautiful. Uh, I get it a lot through numerology and the process of. Uh, numerology and the numbers is that my angel guides are with me I can't tell you it's just constant the threes and the fives and uh, I once got the nines um, but like just constant like the whole day and I just laugh you know I just chuckle inside and I'm like thank you my spirit guides you know, you know? Nines, nines are special because they're I know I know <laughs> I got that once and I got that Did you go away on me? All right. I don't know if you're still with me, but I'm going to continue. It happen it. And now because um, oh. I don't accept it, it just, boom, something, something yeah. will fall into place really good. So I'm not in that 
fear state. But That's that cool. was interesting. Thank you. Well, we have a couple more lines if you can stick around. Uh, if you realize that you have enough, you are yes. truly rich. Yes, yes. If you and stay I, in the center and embrace death with your whole heart, you will endure forever. Thank you. Staying in the center, I heard that out loud. Yeah. That means a lot. That means a lot. Yeah, because you a are. Lot of things to me. You are. You are taking over the matriarchal role in your family, and and also in with with love in 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 the universe. Yeah. You giving it uh, as it should be. Yeah. You know, I hate the word should, but as, no, as it you know, as, as it is actually. As it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Dear. You have a beautiful day. I'm just getting to work. All right. Well, you enjoy your day and uh, and okay. Love you, my brother. Have love a blessed day. All right. Yes. Bye bye. All right. We're gonna be bringing in Samantha. That was a that was a quick turnaround for Teresa Teresita, and um, now we're bringing in Samantha. Hi. How are you? I am doing very well, Samantha. How are you? Oh, I could not be better this morning. No? Thank you. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. Well, then I, no need to be on the Dow of the day. Like, <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> well, let's hope, let's hope that just this interaction makes it a little better. Like, let's just keep getting better. You know what? Better. I can't see how it wouldn't. I'm excited That's to be great. here. Let's just, let's just keep continuing to get better and to enjoy, Absolutely. enjoy this moment. This momentum, right? Absolutely. Keep it up. So are you, like, we haven't spoken in, 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 as far as I can tell, we haven't spoken at least on my platform. No. Okay. Are you new to wisdom? Uh, I've been here for a few days. Um, I've done one show. Um, I like to focus on music and the arts. I'm a, I'm a touring musician. um, Oh, fascinated in the creative process and, and all things art. Yes, and, um, I, I, I was a painter yeah. for a long time. I'm a healer now, and I oh. use portraiture to in my healing. So we can definitely connect on the arts and other things like that. I love it. That's wonderful. That's why I love this platform. It's giving me the opportunity to meet and connect with people that I may never have had an opportunity to, you know, previously. And that's beautiful. Yeah, there's a, and there's a lot of really wonderful people um, that are on this app that are doing amazing yeah. stuff, both in both in the energetic field as well as the creative field. And yes, just the I've learned so much about myself and other people, and I, I just feel so blessed to be a part of this community. Oh, well, I am glad to have you here. I've been on for quite some time and I do Dow of the Day. Let me give you a little scoop on Dow of the Day. Dow of the Day is a, uh, you know, you, you come up for a 15 minute chat with me, pick a number between one and 81. And I read that chapter or verse of the Dao Day Ching. The Dao Day Ching, if okay. you're not familiar, is a ancient text written about 600 BCE presumably by a guy, Lao Tzu, and it translates to the canon of reason. So how can we live a reasonable life? I love that. That's beautiful. So what number is coming to you this morning? Well, I'm going to pick my favorite number. It's three to the third, 27. 27. A good traveler has no fixed plans, and yet is not intent upon arriving. A good artist lets his intuition lead him wherever it wants. 
A good scientist is freed himself of concepts and keeps his mind open to what is. Thus, the master is available to all people and doesn't reject anyone. He is ready to use all situations and doesn't waste anything. This is called embodying the light. What is a good man but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you'll get lost, however intelligent you are. It's the great secret. I love that. That really, really, really resonates with me, especially the the artist part, of course. Yeah. Um, I am a, a big believer in people not hindering artists by telling them what their job is. I believe it's the artist's job to create. Use your intuition. Make whatever you want. It's art. It's yours. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I also, you know, like so much of this, a good artist lets his intuition lead him. And, you know, when you can, you know, there's a number of verses in the Tao that relate back to this idea that like, yes, you are yours and yet you are living in conjunction with everything else. Absolutely. You know, I'm a so big like, believer in a, oh, go ahead. No, please. Uh, I, I am a big believer in choosing the kinder path. And I believe that means living by example. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, teaching people that you can lead a kinder path of generosity and not just generosity with money, but generosity with yourself, with your time, um, just being generous and people will notice that and notice how you're living your best life and will follow suit. Yeah. 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 People want, people want to step up. I mean, just absolutely. I I firmly, firmly believe that. Yeah. So, uh, so now we're going to go through this line by line and see if we can kind of like parse anything more out of here. So the good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent upon arriving. Uh, that, that resonates with me too. I'm going on tour this summer. Um, Mm -hmm. and I believe it's about the journey, right? That's where you learn the most is the journey to wherever it is you're going. Like for instance, I'm, I'm in the process of creating an album right now and the end result will be fantastic, hopefully. (laughs) Um, but the journey to get there, I've learned so much like I have with every album I've released. Um, and I hope to take that with me, you know, and apply it not just to my music, but to my life. Um, this is the first time I've worked in a band type setting. Normally I'm a solo artist and it's meant checking my ego at the door, you know, working in a cohesive manner, um, uh, being copacetic, carrying that momentum forward. And uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And as we talk about, like, has no a good traveler isn't someone who just moves about. It's someone who is, you know, uh, traversing life. And yes. you know, if you don't like your fixed plan, is needs to be here in this moment, right? And and you need to just be here. Like that's the only plan that you can make. And when you sure. get the opportunity to be here, well, then you're not you're not intent upon arriving at your destination. I mean. The destination of life is death, but it's not, it's, it's, in, it's in the, 
it's in the living that is the gift of life, right? And so like as we kind of live is when we are getting the most out of life. It is not when we die, right? And 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 so often when we're going through life, we're just like, I want to know shit and I want to be known as having something, right? And that's where the ego comes in. And when you can check your ego at the door, as you said earlier, like that allows you to be here and be present with what is. Mindfulness, absolutely. A good artist, yeah, a good artist lets his intuition lead him wherever it wants. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, period. Yes. <laughs> that is really, I, I don't, that I'm set, almost right? positive that doesn't need any more explanation. I mean, right, yeah. your intuition kind of uh, sets your boundaries uh, and allows you to follow the path that you believe is the correct one. Like I said, I'm working with a band now, so our intuition has to be in sync and it, it typically is you know, but it also means learning to accept constructive criticism for what it is for always, there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. And if you can take the wisdom and experience of those who have come before you and garner what you can from that without getting your feelings hurt and understanding that it's not an attempt to bring you down, it's an attempt to build you up, then you've got it made. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then we go on to a good scientist has freed himself of concepts and keeps his mind open to what is. Sure. You know, I look at that often Absolutely. about like, you know, like even even economic science, right? Like, oh, this is this is gonna be good. We do this and we do A, we do B, and then we profit, right? Whatever that right. is. Um, you know, that could that could come into, you know, the fold of the band where it's like, oh, we, we all have this desire to do this thing. But, you know, like when you approach it, it's like, well, what is here right now? You know, what is what are we working with right now without having to have concepts of what we're supposed to be doing or how we're supposed to do these things? Right. Right. And that's how we're kind of coming at this album. Uh, we're calling it 10 Ways Till Sunday because there's just an eclectic mix of sounds and and uh, feelings and genres. And um, we're just kind of throwing everything at the kitchen sink. Like, again, with intuition, um, whatever we feel like doing, that's what we're attempting to do. And yeah. uh, And that just feels like the right process. You know, um, we're not taking a, a very scientific approach to it, I guess you could say, or a mathematical approach yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's very much feelings oriented. And I love that. I love that yeah. process. And then we move on to this next section, which says the master is available to all people and doesn't reject anyone. He is ready to use all situations and doesn't waste anything. This is called embodying the light. I resonate with that too. As a lyricist and a poet, I often garner my material uh, from others who are going through situations. Because if I just simply write about myself and my situation, it would get old really, really fast, right? So you have to learn to put yourself in place of other people and their experiences 
and use that and utilize that and understand where they're coming from. Um, and again, it, it goes back to choosing the kinder path. We don't know what everyone's experiencing. Maybe someone's having a horrible day um, and is just not like they're letting something rent space in their brain um, and they just can't get it out. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because then we move into this last section and this is the big, this is the big reveal for this chapter. And this is the big sort of like secret. And it actually ends with, it is the great secret, which states, what is a good man, but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man, but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you will get lost. However intelligent you are. It is the great secret. What are your thoughts there? Again, I believe it's by living through example, you know, choosing the kinder path, understanding that we don't know what everyone is feeling, what everyone is, what everyone has going on in their life. You know what I mean? Um, I think, you know, a relevant example would be if you go out to eat and your waitress is not that with it, you know. Um, you don't know what happened beforehand. And frankly, if you leave her a great tip, that could turn her entire day around. You know what I mean? It's those little kindnesses and little pieces of generosity that show other people um, how to live their life. And I believe as a society, we would be better off if more people adhered to those ideals. Right, right. You know, I also I, 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 I've looked at this chapter quite a bit. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm doing Tao of the Day, right? Like, so I'm here reading them all. <laughs> so, you know, right. I really like I really enjoy, you know, like this. I, I, I like this one, one, because a good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent upon arriving that whole beginning is like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you, you you know, if you're traveling, it's not about where you're going. It's about the going. No, if you're it's an artist, it's not about the product. It's about the making and, and the inspiration that led to the product that you create. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And a good scientist, if you walk into, uh, if you walk into a lab and already know the result of the, of the experiment that you're doing, well, you're not a very good scientist. No, you know, and when, <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah. And when we talk about what is a good man, you know, good scientist, good traveler, good artist, but a bad man's teacher, but a bad traveler, a bad. And that's because we don't always and we can't always allow ourselves to be the good traveler. We can't always be the good artist. We can try. That's what I mean by constructive criticism and understanding that there will always be greater and lesser persons than yourself and that we should learn and you to will listen be one with of our those. whole bodies. <laughs> Do what? And you will be one of those that is uh, greater I, and lesser. I hope so. <laughs> right? You like know, you're always um, going to be, there, there's always a future us that will be greater and less than we are right now. Oh, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, I know in my heart that I'm not the best I can be. I work at it. You know, um, I'm dedicated. I, I spend hours upon hours, 19 hours in the studio sometimes trying to get one sound correct, you know, but I learned those lessons from people who came before me, who had the wisdom and the knowledge and the Mm -hmm. know-how and took me aside and said, Hey, this is where you're messing up. 
why don't you try that? And that's what I mean by checking your ego at the door and, and just listening with your whole body with intent. You know what I mean? And understanding it's not a slight on you. It's an attempt to build you up and make you better. Mm, thank you so much. Okay, we're going to bring Graciela on. We're going to talk more Dow of the Day. Julie, you are in line and next. So if you did have to step away, okay. But uh, I got you in line. Hey, Graciela, how are you? That conversation was so good. I didn't even realize I was coming next. I just wanted her to uh, stay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think, I think yeah, we got through it. So I <laughs> I, I was like, mm. no, I felt like that, that that wrapped it up really nicely. You know how I feel about that DAO, like the DAO yeah. of 27. Yeah, yeah. 27, is a, it's a mm -hmm. good one. And, and we all, <laughs> we can all approach it from just slightly different places. Yes, That's yes. That's always a nice thing. How are you today? Yeah. I'm doing great. Today is a do-over of last Friday. Remember last Friday, how I couldn't go to the temple and then my oh, iPod yeah, got destroyed. Right. Yeah. That was last week already. Boom. Seven days just went by so quick. They and, do that. Uh, yeah. And so today I have a do-over. I have a sitter and I have a temple appointment and my iPod is safe and I'm just so happy. Oh man. See, like, look at that. And here we are one week later and, That's right. and, and, and doing that with the day and doing Dow of the day. Once Always again, right we're going to be, we're going to be here. We're going to be present. We're going to see what, what does the Dow have for you for the weekend? Well, you know what? I'm very curious about that last one. So hit me with that last number. What is it? 81? 81. Yes. yes. 81. Let's do that. I feel like we all pick numbers in the middle. Well, most of them are there. Right. Just, <laughs> there's, there's only two at the end. So, you know, there's, mm. there's 79 in the middle. So, um, true words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point, And men who need mm. to prove their point aren't wise. The master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. The more he gives to others, the wealthier he is. The Tao nourishes by not forcing, by not dominating, the master mm. leads. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's like the sigh of a tired mama with a toddler. Yes. <laughs> oh, I hear that. I hear that for sure. And all right, let's let's go to that second line. What is it? Uh, so there's true words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need that to one. prove their point aren't wise. Yeah, okay. That one speaks to me. And uh, you speak a lot about recovery. And so mm -hmm. I, I feel like you might appreciate this. But as a survivor of a narcissistic, abusive relationship, having to prove myself is is a thing. Like yeah. feeling like I need to prove myself. Why? Because... Well, my insight wasn't appreciated before, right? That's part of it. Uh, it's like you, 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 you can never say anything right. <laughs> You're not smart enough. And so, oh man, years and years later, recovery, therapy, coaching, all of this amazing spiritual growth, uh, especially with new people, like people I'll, I'll meet that are brand new in my life, um, there's, there's that inkling of, are you being patronizing and do I need to prove myself right now? Right. And so that, that train of thought, <laughs> it's still there as a survivor. It's like we call them remnants because mm -hmm. it comes back in waves and, and how to handle it and how to walk and talk myself through it 
to really open. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. To really open the floor because in my own trigger and mental trip, I'm judging this person, you know, unknowingly. I don't know this person enough to cast that judgment of whether or not they are truly being patronizing or whatever, right? And, uh, and in yeah, the process, yeah. I'm also judging myself. Yeah, that, that's where I was going to go. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, yes, for sure. I, I'm a big proponent in people understanding that when we judge and reject others, it's like we're also rejecting ourselves. I don't know. We could yeah. be here all day talking about that. But yeah. oh, that's yeah, a great so. reminder to just you know, settle down and, and also very timely as well, because not three days ago, I was just complaining to my husband about someone being patronizing. And so this is what I love about the Tao and the Oracle and being in tune. It's like life really does give you the answers you're looking for if you're looking for them. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. and, and you're looking for them and we, you know, and, uh, we had just talked about in the last DAO. Thank you, Julie. We, in the last DAO, we were just talking about like the the honesty of looking at something, like looking at something really from an <laughs> honest perspective, not not right. go not not looking at it, understanding what you're going to find, right? Like it was it was about the scientist has is let go of concepts. Mm-hmm. And that's us, right? When we're living, if we if we step up to something and say, "Oh, like look, there's a concept that I am holding on to, the fact that like I am being, you know, like this person is patronizing me or whatever," right? Like right. we can step to this relationship with that blank slate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and then it's a it's a good service, you know, for the other person and for myself and it's it's just a lesson to continuously learn, I feel like. Um, and as facilitators, so you might, I wonder how this plays for you, but I facilitate a support group for these same women survivors every single week. And so I need to make sure that I'm doing my work with myself, that I am bringing my triggers to my coach and to my therapist because I am in a constant exposure um, to these women who are, at a different stage than me in that healing journey. And, and you know, I may walk into a support group on Wednesday and find that everyone's crying because someone is going through a hard time. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, let's, let's deal with this. Yeah. And this is all of that to say, you know, if you are being coached, if you have a coach and if you have a therapist, just make sure that you, if you can hug them and if you can't send them your love because we are all human beings too. We have all gone through trauma as well. We have all healed from it and we are continuously healing from it. It just never ends, especially when we are in the service of you. And so, oh, I'm so happy I get to just chill in the temple today yeah. <laughs> and pray and just be there. It's going to be beautiful. I'm glad. Yeah. You know, like we start, we start this with, you know, true words aren't eloquent, eloquent words aren't true, you know, eloquent, you know, just meaning like persuasive, you know, mm. you don't have to persuade somebody to believe the truth. Right. right. I don't need to, I don't need to hammer it down. Right. If you're hammering <laughs> something down and you have to make sure that, that people understand right. and you, you, you know, like then or or if you are around somebody who's sitting there telling you how important it is that you know you understand well then those words might not be 
Right, Absolutely right. true. And it's mm -hmm. good to know that. It's good to know, like, you know, how, how, like, we look out at marketing and we look out at the world right now and everybody is, you know, looking to persuade you to do something with you, right? Like, everyone is- Oh my gosh, like, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and here we are, you know, as we start this off, you know, and this was written, I, I know it was translated more recently, but it was written, you know, in, in 600 BCE, like, right. to think about the fact that, like, imagine, like, like, imagine the difference of the world between then and now, and this is still so re relevant. Mm -hmm. True words aren't eloquent, eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who right. need to prove their point aren't wise. Mm -hmm. You know, we run across people all the time who are trying to prove their point. We sometimes always try to prove our point. <laughs> right. And then we have to realize, we have to step back and go, wait, what am I trying to prove here? Why do yeah. I need to be in this space of proving? It's just a, it's just a negative vibration to, to be in that mindset. You're tapping... It's and that's why I, I force myself to to stop that the moment that thought creeps in. It's like, no, because it's like imagine it's a puddle and I'm just, you know, dipping my toe to see the ripple. But yeah. if I actually give in to that thought and start marinating on the fact that this person is looking me a very particular way and it's it's all in my head. Right. And, you know, this is not a good puddle to jump on. We need to find a better one. It's we're not going to marinate in those words because it just it just ruins my day sometimes if I'm not physically and mentally and spiritually ready to tackle that trigger. And this is why it's a constant effort for me and for others, because, you know, we've survived what we've survived and we are now in the service of survivors. <laughs> That's what I call transcendental leadership is when you reach the point of you're healed enough that you can then serve and help others in in the same line of, of thought that that what happened to you, right? The things that we have in common and you transcend to other people and you help in that way. I mean, yeah, we could be here all day talking about that too. But... You know, and, and this next line is interesting because the master has no possessions. And when, mm -hmm. when I read that, especially as we read especially as we're talking about the work that you do, uh, you know, you don't have, and, and as it relates to the last Tao we read, which all the Tao is related, of course. So, you know, we look at this idea that moving into this space without preconceived ideas, you don't have a possession of what someone else is bringing to the table. You don't have a preconceived mm. idea of what they are going through you are there for them as they That's are right. without having a possession of of the answer they mm -hmm. it's their oh, answer yeah. that they're finding and so you oh, don't yes. have the possession mm -hmm. yes and oh that is that is a great way of explaining the job of a coach to be honest because that's completely right uh, especially if you get certified by an icf accredited organization in our code of conduct or you know ethics and standards we do not give advice <laughs> for for me to offer you advice in a coaching session our contract has to stipulate that you want coaching and consulting the rest if it's just coaching i am here to really just ask those hard questions that make you think 
and that make you turn your wheels. And then I'm here to hold the flashlight while we both walk through the midst of all of your drama while you take a look at what's there. I'm only there to hold your hand and hold the flashlight. And so it's it's really, you just never know what you're going to encounter. That's exactly right. Even even when we come to the session with an agenda, like a package, right? So the HOPE series is a four-week thing and it has an agenda. There's things that we have that I have to teach you. But if we come into week two of the HOPE series and something major is going on and you want to take your hour to discuss that, by all means, that's what we are doing. This is your session, your time. And most importantly, this is your life, not mine. <laughs> I put mine on pause to get to the session and mine will continue after. And so, yeah, it's it's beautiful to just do this work. I love yeah. It. And then the more he does for others, the happier he is, the more he gives right. to others, the wealthier. Yes. He is. Yes. Completely right. I can't I can't like be happier with the Tao that I chose today. Yay. Yeah. And then we wrap <laughs> we wrap this up with the Tao nourishes by not forcing by not dominating right. the master mm -hmm. leads. That's right. That's that's the little bit that applies to Elijah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's I have to nurture him without forcing him. And yesterday I was talking with my intuitive coach or mentor or all of the above. And Elijah was born the day after me. So I am his son card. And that means that we are both Tauruses. And so she's explaining to me this and this about our connection and whatnot intuitively. And she says, he, he's pretty independent, isn't he? He just, he will not comply. And I'm like, he complies, he's a good boy, but it's never without a fuss. Everything, everything. He, he doesn't allow anyone to bathe him. Nobody else can bathe him in this house. Just me, not my mother, my sisters, my husband, his siblings, nobody can touch him. He, he screams like he's a pig in the slaughter. It's, it's loud and ridiculous. And so um, to be still, which is what I was talking yesterday morning with Dee Grant, you know, my pediatrician told me, you, you shouldn't engage with a toddler who is having a tantrum. You should really hold your ground and then they follow. You, you lead by that example of stillness. And so I have to nurture in that way, right? We're, we're trying to do this gentle parenting Thing, which is really hard and so those are just words that really touch my heart thank you so much martin john absolutely and yeah. i'm so grateful that you're going to be able to go to the to the temple today oh, i know you you, know. you enjoy your time and your oh suffering. my gosh time stops in there and i wanted to ask you have you been listening to the book readings uh like i said i, I listened to chapter two Awesome. But I haven't, I didn't, I didn't see you come on for chapter three. I'm, I, I am no, I'm also today. not in a normal, I'm also not in a normal setting right now. So. Oh yeah. No pressure. I just, I was curious to see if you were listening to me before sleep, because that's kind of weird, but cool at the same time. I'm really flattered. <laughs> so thank I, you. I, I, I just, I, I'll, I'll finish with this. Like I, I do enjoy that. And there was a time not long ago that uh, I did go on and listen to a book reading. It wasn't yours. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, when I need it, I will put it on. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're going to bring Julie on next. And uh, yeah, Graciela, you keep reading. And I, I, I yeah, it, it can be creepy. <laughs> Julie, how are you, my love? I'm all right. I am just 
relaxing as I always do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out today, it's starting to rain and I've just found a moment and I'm sitting and the cat next door that I've borrowed is on the bed. I'm watching him wash his, wash his feet. And I came up with number 18 today. 18. Let's go to 18. Mm. When the Tao is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. When the body's intelligence declines, cleverness and knowledge step forth. When there is no peace in the family, filial piety begins. When the country falls into chaos, patriotism is born. Have you had this one before? No, I haven't. And you're going to have to read it and go through it with me because yeah. there are some words in there that I'm not quite sure of the meaning of. Okay. Well, let's, I'm going to read it, read it through all the way. And okay. once again, and because it's short, it's short. So we can, we can, we can look at that. Um, I'm going to start. I always like to start with the last line and then we'll come back to the last line. When a country falls into chaos, patriotism is born. So that is our destination. Right. So as we go through this, we are we are starting somewhere. And then this this Dow kind of takes us on a journey to when a country falls into chaos, patriotism is born. When the great Dow is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. Piety is um, a like a reverence towards the religious, right? A reverence towards the holy people in your community. So that is like you have you know goodness is being like a good neighbor and piety is being a good worshiper okay okay um so when the yeah. great Tao is forgotten goodness and piety appear when the body's intelligence decline cleverness and knowledge step forth when there is no peace in the family filial piety begins filial piety now talks about family piety meaning that the there is a hierarchy in the family and you respect that hierarchy so when there is no peace in the family you respect the family's hierarchy when the country falls into chaos patriotism is born um so as it relates to filial piety you know how your daughter was leaning on you to be the matriarch and like just kind of take on <laughs> yeah. a lot of responsibility like like when there is no peace in the family filial piety begins so when she was feeling like there was no peace because you were doing whatever you wanted which is your god-given right right um she <laughs> relied on filial piety she said look it is your job as the matriarch to be here yeah right so that's what filial piety means and that's how that relates and so when there is this um dissolution right the the we're dissolving from the Tao. the Tao is the great the greatness so when the Tao is forgotten we move to the first space of goodness and piety being good as a defined concept what does it what does it mean to look good what does it mean to be a good person mm. well that's uh that's readable to the individual isn't it because what yes. i would think would be a good person might not necessarily mean the same to someone else that's right and so when you forget the Tao, 
you start yeah. leaning on what you believe good or what you believe is pious what you believe is you know yeah relates to being pious within your community within your belief system yeah but that's all about the individual and that can change from one person to the next Absolutely. but that's what happens so once you forget the Tao, once the Tao is forgotten in your community each individual starts taking up what they believe revolves around goodness and what they believe it means to be pious yeah kind of like um chaos to a degree to a degree that's where it starts you know because mm. we you and i might have because we were raised in the same area right let's say um if we're in the same community we might have some of the same ideas of what goodness and piety mean and so yeah maybe outwardly it seems that way but yeah. we're trusting but we're trusting these concepts it's the like, next um, line, no please it's like being an island isn't it yeah. it's like like being an island and trusting that your um the islands around you are there and doing the same as you right but you don't but you don't really have the internal connection like living on your island and living on my island may be very very different even though we come together once a year and agree on everything when we go back to our island that may be put into practice in a way that we have no concept yeah yeah and then we come to this next line when the body's intelligence declines cleverness and knowledge step forth say that line again i like it when the body's <laughs> when the body's intelligence declines cleverness and knowledge step forth Crifely. so the body's it. intelligence we could look at as being like intuition we can look mm -hmm. at like that that ability to like you know we have this ability you and i have ability to connect in this energetic realm and if i didn't trust that i would have to look at all the clues of our communication and i would have to say okay now i'm being clever and i'm knowledgeable about all of this and i know that we have a connection even if my body didn't feel it i would have to do the math essentially is what i yeah. like to say yeah. you know you got to do the yeah, math okay. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this relationship is good. How do you know I did the math? And I get these gifts and they talk to me and they made me coffee and they did this and they did that. And so because I did the math, I know the relationship is good. Yeah. But like if I can trust my body's intelligence, I'd be like, hmm, the relationship might not be good because I can <laughs> trust my body. My body is telling me information that maybe the math doesn't add up. Yeah, you know, like you and I have never have never done anything for each other. You and I have never. Well, maybe we have, but but you and I have never like visited. <laughs> We've never sat down for a tea. We've never done anything like that. And yet, we're kind of really important to each other. Yeah, you know. We so if we were to do the math, it would be yeah. really. It, yeah. it wouldn't make sense, but because we trust our body's intelligence, we can be here, and connected. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, that's 
that's a great way of thinking. I do absolutely love the way that you can paint the picture in my mind to understand what you're saying and what the Tao is saying today. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, yes, I know, my body knows that it connects with you very well by how we talk to each other, by your understanding and my giving up of information to you about my life and how you have reciprocated and assisted me. So that is how my body knows, you know. I feel it. I feel right. that. But then if I was going to do the maths, I'd say, right, you're going to have to get on a plane from Chicago and come over and sit in, <laughs> sit in my tent with me for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> How we get on then? <laughs> right. You know, and, and because your body intelligence has not declined, at least for this, I mean, maybe it has in other yeah. ways. I don't know. Um, you have also <laughs> invited your family's bodies to embrace it as well. I you know, know. And, and, and they, even if their bodies have declined, if, if their body intelligence has declined, they can see the math because they see that you are doing better in their eyes than you were before. So it's like, oh, well, I can do the math and I can I can rely on knowledge and cleverness to trust Martin John. Yes. Right? And so there's all of these different levels. So I'm gonna read through this one more time so then we can go on to the next line. When the great okay. Tao is forgotten, step one, goodness and piety appear, being good, being gracious in, in a holy mm. way. When the body's intelligence declines, Cleverness and knowledge step forth. So you start to be clever and knowledgeable. You start doing the math. When there yeah. is no peace in the family, filial piety begins. That means the family, the family structure. So like, but but that's community as well. It's not just family. You know, no. the community has, you know, like you may have, you know, delegates and you may have other individuals that you turn to and 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 in, and when there's no peace amongst everybody else then you have to, like your neighbors, if there's no peace amongst your neighbors, you can't trust your body's intelligence. You can't, you're obviously lost the Tao. And now you're like, okay, well, let's all agree on this, uh, the, the hierarchy of the community. Now yeah. we can back something with, by doing the math we voted for this person they're in now we give all of our faith to that person yeah that's filial piety and then the right. final the final line when a country falls into chaos which is what you started with when yeah. when we started talking about when the great Tao is forgotten every individual has their own concept of goodness now you're now you're already falling into chaos when the country falls into yeah. chaos, patriotism is born. This isn't yeah. even about filial piety, which means it's not about who was voted for. It's about some concept every individual believes in slightly differently about land who doesn't do anything or care about anything. There's no actual border out there in the world right that doesn't actually exist we created that and now we build patriotism behind that because we have we have lost track of everything 
It's like looking for an act somewhere to pop your anchor, isn't it? Yeah. Because you're adrift. So you're adrift if you forget the Tao, because that is what is. It's it's never ending. It never begun. Right. Without if you lose that concept, then you are hunting down places to anchor yourself before right. you become lost. Because that's identity. That's, yes. Right. You identify yes. what's good and that's where it starts. Oh, this is good. So I'll do this thing. I will. Oh, I got new neighbors. I better bring over a casserole, you know, because that's what's good. But then there are some people who, oh, I got new neighbors and, oh, they're moving in. I'm going to just stop and talk to them without a casserole. And then I'm going to invite them over for dinner because I know that, and it's just happening naturally. You know, yeah. here we have Texas. I'm sure you've heard of Texas. And in Texas, yeah. it's an interesting thing. When, when, um, when something went wrong, like a whole bunch of Texas mothers like got together and made a bunch of like food and stuff. And it's like, and it was this, it was, it was just like, they stepped up to give the one thing that nobody needed at that moment. You know, they were like, like there was this, there's, I forget what it was, it was maybe over a decade ago, but it was like, and, and what, and I had a friend who was from Texas and they were like, oh yeah, this is that thoughtless, like it, what it means to be good is to make a cake and show up. And so like, you had like hundreds of people show up with cake, but ain't nobody need cake because they were like refugees or something. And it was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you are so out of touch. And it's like, but, yeah. but this is the good thing to do. But you have, but you're so out of touch because you have forgotten the doubt. You have forgotten what is behind it all. Mm. Wow. What a fantastic number. Yeah. That's just blown my mind for the day. I thought I was going to sit here and have a peaceful day, Martin, John, <laughs> but now I've just had my mind blown. <laughs> I do love it, though. I always come back for a mind-blowing session. But yes, wow. That number is nothing to do with me and everything to do with me. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a good one. And I, I like, I like this one. And I, and I like that. I like that we got to talk about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Actually, it's just another sealer. Hang on. My maths is saying we're connected and I'm grateful. Mm. And thanks to that. Thanks Love to that too. Okay, we're going to move on to Lois. She's been in the queue for a minute. Hopefully she's just chilling, waiting it out. How you good doing, girl? Morning, I'm good. Oh, you're nice and quiet today. Come on. Yeah. Okay. You still uh, with your friend's house? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Number 79. I just heard you say it. And I'm like, oh, I graduated in 79 from high school. So number 79. Failure is an opportunity. If you blame someone else, there's no end to the blame. Therefore, the master fulfills his own obligations and corrects her own mistakes. She does what she needs to do and demands nothing of others. That's the whole thing? That's the whole thing. Oh, how beautiful. That's so short and sweet. There <laughs> is. I'm going to go ahead and read it again. Failure okay. is an opportunity. If you blame someone else, 
there is no end to the blame. Therefore, the master fulfills her own obligations and corrects her own mistakes. She does what she needs to do and demands nothing of others. Okay, so basically, separate responsibility for yourself, not putting it off on anybody else, not uh, 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 relegating it to them, projecting it, doing whatever you do to try and escape it. My thing is, I don't have failures, Martin. I have. I learn ways that things don't work. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's just how, that's how I look at what yeah. they call quote unquote a failure. You yeah. know, it just didn't work that way because I have things that didn't work one way. And I keep trying, and then it works another way. So to me, there are no failures. I love and then I don't make nobody responsible if what I, the idea I thought would work didn't work. If it didn't work, fuck, it didn't fucking work. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it oh, well. And it's like, you know, I, used to say, I used to say back to the drawing board, but it's not back to the drawing board. It's on to the next because the drawing board is when you begin. I don't have to start all over again because it right. didn't work. That's I right. just have to readjust my calculations and go from where it stopped working. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I, I, I interviewed this guy, Ken Bain. He is the president of the teach of the good teachers association here in here, here in the United States. And, okay. um, and he talks about super courses and, and, and super courses in school, it's a different way of learning and it's, you know, mm-hmm. all inclusive and all this kind of stuff. And he said in that interview, we, we give more grief and I'm summing, uh, I'm, I'm summarizing here. It's not an actual quote, but we give more grief to those people who have tried and not yet succeeded than we have given to people who have not tried at all. And the thing is, Ooh, is like that's this real. idea, that's yeah, so real. the idea that we have this this end thing, right? Like both success and failure mm-hmm. are some destination in yeah. our mind right like but, uh-huh. but failure is just like we have tried and not yet succeeded that's, and it. that's it that's it that's it that's all and the thing is that it's never over <laughs> it's that's never right. we're never done because it's never over we have an eternity to complete whatever it is we started we can't blame nobody we can't do nothing. we just got to like i said it's not starting again at the drawing board it's starting where it went off course and, right. and when i when i realized that i was like um, you know what? This is not a failure. Wait, wait. This ain't, I ain't got to complete the start over. So every whenever I was doing something, it was like I'd always reframe it each time. Because sometimes you you felt defeated, and then I'm like, wait a minute. I may feel defeated. This battle was just lost. This ain't the war. So right. I always do that talk over me. You know, because my that negative self talk used to come into me really easy. It was it was programmed. So yeah. I learned how to override it by putting something else up in there. But yeah, I like, I like this one. Stay responsible yeah. for your damn self. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I hate the fact that we have to return to this word, but you know, failure is an opportunity. So whatever people yes. call failure, we want mm-hmm. to start looking at as an opportunity. You know, we don't yeah. have to, we don't have to embrace that. It's an opportunity. And, and the thing is, is so many people often will face struggle, face difficulty, face, you know, like a difficult moment and we mm-hmm. want to blame others. You know, even you yeah. and I talked when you first started like hanging out at your buddy's house where it was mm-hmm. difficult. It was like, you know, that could have been seen at that moment as an opportunity, <laughs> as an opportunity to see something good. And if you blame someone else, mm-hmm. there's no end to the blame. 
And that's true. And the thing is, if you blame someone else, you can't you you can't fix it. They have to fix it. And if right. they if they ain't to blame, they ain't got shit to fix. So you're gonna be feel broken the whole time. That's right. Right. <laughs> so, Your entire life now is bent on them doing something. And yeah. How often do we look out at the world and see everybody telling you or telling somebody else to mm -hmm. do something because, oh, this is bad. We're going to ban books. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So we can, so because we don't like it that it's out there, but it's like, mm -hmm. you know what? Just let it be out there. Damn it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, everybody, people, everybody's got their people own gonna, like, People going to choose what they want. You ain't got to remove it because thing is, and thing is, the the people who who you're trying to ban it from they don't get to it until they ready for it so by the time they get to it they'll be ready for it because the thing is we don't get the information before we're ready to get it and when the teachers the teacher does not appear to the student is ready so the books can be there because a lot of books i've been reading recently were on my fucking bookshelf i never read them i bought them but didn't read them yeah yeah <laughs> you yeah. know so, it's just like one day I'm going to be ready for this. And you don't yeah. say that when you buy it. You're no, I don't. I said, I'm going to read it. You put it on the shelf and, and there it sits. Yes. And then I find out year, year 10 years later. That's right. It's like, well, I got it now. And now and, and, and now I'm ready for it. Therefore, the, ma the master fulfills her own obligations and corrects her own mistakes. You know, when I see that, when I hear that, I, where'd you go? Lois, did you drop? I don't know how you dropped. Um, I, I hope I didn't accidentally touch something. I usually don't, but either way. No, you didn't, you didn't do it. It went off on its own. It just dropped me off. I'm like, oh, excuse me. So I, was yes. like, I don't know what you said. You gotta repeat what you said. All right, so, so I said, therefore, the master fulfills her own obligations and corrects her own mistakes. And, you know, when we look at that, you know, like filling her own obligations is like, you know, all of these concepts, we come into the conversation with the failure, the blame mm -hmm. and all that, like, you know, we want to fill our own obligation. If something doesn't work out, that's okay. Mm -hmm. We'll correct our mistake if there was one that we need to correct. Mm -hmm. And we will stand up and, and, and face the obligations that we have. That's right. And it's, and it's, and it's just that it's a mistake. You can have as many takes as you want. It's a yeah. mistake. That means that take, like, like you shoot in a movie. You take the first take, scene one, episode, whatever, take one. And that one didn't work out because you forgot your lines. You can take two. You can take three. You can take as many takes as you can. Just because you had a mistake don't mean that, that it's all gone. It's done. It's finished. That's you can beautiful. do another take. And that's what I was talking about. Learning from learning from whatever it is and not blaming nobody. Because the minute you blame, it's no longer in your control for you to be happy. That's you right. That in, you put that in somebody else's hands. And when you do that, you so screwed. You are so fucking screwed. I'm gonna say that you're so screwed. Oh yeah. Once you start blaming, like it says here, there is no end to the blame. You can always find more. Yeah. Always, you know, and I talk to people about being victims all the time. It's just like, you're not a victim. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can stop it right now. Like, yes, you know, mm -hmm. you, you might be, you might have found yourself in a situation in which you are a victim, but now 
that you know that mm-hmm. it's time to do something. It's time to. It, it's it's, it's found, being found in a, in, a, in a situation where you're being victimized. Right. Just because you're being victimized, you do not have to take on the victim mentality and become a victim. That's this, right. This situation just happened. That's right. Okay. And if yeah. you can, get, it's like trying to stay in that place. I mean, and, and it's not easy to do. It takes, I'm going to say it takes a lot of practice, but I, I kind of got good at that, the taking yeah. mistaking thing. And oh, Lloyd, you did it again. But I don't beat myself up. No, no, no. I just say, hey, okay. Just like you I, said, you have all of this experience behind you, and that's not gone just because you, you know, just because like I, had I, a mis- because I had a mistake. Right. If I would have, if I were to go out this weekend and get wasted, mm-hmm. and I recognize that I did that, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have lost twenty-one years of experience. Mm-mm. I would be able to start right now, and yes, okay, maybe I want to re- restart my clock. But either way, I have the experience to get here. That's right. There it is, and and you have not you you did not lose any ground. You just added more ground to cover. That's right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> just, and I don't like adding more ground to cover myself, but no, so no, I, no, I no, look no. at I, I look I, at my mistakes. I, I ain't flirting with nothing, but and you, know from my, you know, so so when you pay attention, you you, you learn from your mistakes, and and don't look at. I don't think I'm, when you put it together as a compound word, it loses its feather. So that's, that's why I say it's a mistake. When I, like I when that. I make my mistake, it's kind of like, hey, okay, you blew it that time, take, but yeah, hey, two. What's up? you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. She does. So she it. does what she needs to do and demands nothing of others. Man, because you don't need nobody else. If you're, if you're realizing that every time somebody presents in front of you with the issue or with a way making you feel some type of way, and I said making you because it's can't nobody making them, and I'm using that yeah. for reason, mm-hmm. making you feel some type of way. You just got to realize that they're your mirrors and they're there to help you. And most people can't see this help when they're getting yelled at. Most people can't see this help if it's a pattern of that particular person. But every time somebody presents to me that way, I look at it as, a, I'm sorry, a growth opportunity because that's what it is. That means here I grow, I get rid of, get rid of something else that no longer serves me. Yeah. Because if it served me, I wouldn't feel some type of way about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, but I love you, Martin. This is this this you, this was a beautiful. This was beautiful. I start I started to do it yesterday, and I was like, no, I, I no anybody up. But now I know people up in the house. So yeah. I should, <laughs> let me go ahead. no, I'm serious. So I said, let me go ahead and and, and do it because I don't feel like going outside. Yeah, but um, like, yeah. But well, I, I appreciate, appreciate you this. Being always, and we'll uh, and we'll catch up again next week. Love you, girl. All right, take care. Bye bye. All right, bring an energy lady up. Energy lady. You know, I have to say, Energy Lady, there was a time I knew your name. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew your, I knew your, what, what, what they call a Christian name. You know, I knew, I knew what they called you. And, and I can't recall it. I was just, I was just looking at it. And I'm like, nope, it's just Energy Lady now. And I don't, I don't, I don't remember um, what we were introduced as. So, so there it is. I was doing, I was doing it to confuse you. It's no worries. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It, it was good. personal. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, huh? Because you don't take anything personal. No, I sure don't. I don't care, no, I don't I, care I, that I, I don't know. Like, if you want to tell me what it was, then we can talk about it. But I don't. I don't use it. And I don't. I don't. I don't plan on it. So yeah. Th- thanks for sharing. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I will say that listening to Julie and listening to Lois, they whatever I'm gonna get.
it's in continuation to what they've got. So I love that. Isn't that cool? I'm grateful, yeah. So my number, by the way, by the way, how's your mouth doing? All good? All good, all good. I actually went and saw an oral surgeon, and he said, you could pull it, but you wouldn't know why you're pulling it. And it was just like, yeah, it was like, uh, if I were you, I'd go to fucking, I'd go to Guatemala with an emergency course of antibiotics and, uh, and, and see if you can not pull it. Cause it doesn't, nothing is obvious that it needs to be pulled. I mean, if you pulled it, you wouldn't have that problem, but you might just need a deep cleaning and that might solve the problem. Oh, wow. And that does solve a lot of problems. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll go to Guatemala. Hopefully, I can get a emergency course of antibiotics and then go to Guatemala. And just in case I start feeling anything, then I can get on another course. And then when I come back, do a deep cleaning. If I need to get it pulled, get it pulled, whatever. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it off. So. Well, and it doesn't hurt right now? No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, I'm on my, today's, today's my last day of antibiotics. So... Um, You'll find out. <laughs> I'll find out. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm and I'm doing a little more. Uh, my buddy Kelly helped me uh, and and told me about like rinsing with salt water and some other stuff. So you know we're 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 taking it one step at a time and building. Uh, and I got the uh, and I got uh, what's it called? Uh, Lois helped me out with uh, apple cider vinegar. So and the oils like I'm I'm putting the oils down because they burned my face like. Oh. <laughs> like I got this big, like, I got this big burn on the corner of my mouth from, from using on the, the oils. On the inside or the outside? The outside. The outside. Oh, okay. Cause Cause like, they... I, yeah. And the inside, everything's cool on the inside. but it, No, like... no, because if you're talking about the clove oil, the clove oil goes on the outside. I mean, the inside, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both the clove oil and the, uh, and the other one that I was using, the oregano oil, they go on the inside. But I used them with a Q-tip. Mm-hmm. And I put it on my tooth, and the, my my saliva and the oil slid down the, the 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 toothpick and burned the outside of my face. Ew. Yeah, it was not pleasant. Well, you, you know you're supposed to do a chaser, right? <laughs> I didn't. No, nobody told me about chasers. Oh, the article. I sent, the, no, <laughs> already, the, the article I sent had the, No, the article I sent you had that. I don't read articles. I listen to people. <laughs> oh, well, why didn't you tell me? Well, your brain wasn't on that day. so I was just like, I'll, I'll, when somebody you, tells I'll... me clove oil, when somebody tells I just go get it. And I just start to uh, administer. Okay. I'll, I'll send you a little description just for future or if you choose yeah. to do it later. No, that yeah. totally makes sense as to why you got burned. Sorry about that. Ow. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's Ow. your number, love? 13. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on mute, but I'm going to. Okay, cool. 13. Success is as dangerous as failure. You're, you're not on. Your no, mind. I've got it. I got it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I was like, <laughs> success is as dangerous as failure. Hope is as hollow as fear. What does it mean that success is as dangerous as failure? Whether you go up the ladder or down it, your position is always shaky. When you stand with your two feet on the ground, you will always keep your balance. What does it mean that hope is as hollow as fear? Hope and fear are both phantoms. They arise from thinking of the self. When we don't see the self as self, what do we have to fear? If the world, see the world as yourself, have faith in the way things are, love the world as yourself, then you can care for all things. 
Well, that would be my next step. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, no, bye bye. <laughs> Talk to you later. So, what's uh, how does that resonate? What's what's going on here? Well, it, it's really cool because I, I took a two mile walk today. I it's it's longer than I normally take, which was fabulous. I went on a journey, and um, what I kept asking, you know, just sitting there asking, it's like, what is it that's coming together? Because my thing is comparing to others who portray themselves as successful. Um, and I say that very gently because it looks good what I see, but yeah. my thought is, is that if something happens, what is, what's going to happen? And, I, and with me, if something happens, I'm going to be fine because it's an emotional thing. And I hadn't realized that being an innovator is, as you understand, is not as simple <laughs> on the brain that compares themselves to other people. Right. So, so what this is doing, what I've just heard, and, and I was having this conversation this morning, is that I'm not here to be anything but who I am and to not even be a leader, just be who I am and yeah. let people know that the world I live in is this. This is it. And let's have fun with words. Let's have, you know, enjoy it. We don't have to. And 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 I believe that you have the same concept, by the way, it referred somebody to you. Um have the same you know concept of we sim i simply want to live my life for me and see how it unfolds and i want a community of people who want to join in the comfort of themselves and it's a safe haven just an energetic safe haven and that that's what i'm seeing is i'm not going to be above anybody i'm not going to be below anybody i'm simply going to be does that yeah. make sense as to what this all refers to yeah cool. yeah you know like so you know it's interesting like we'll, we'll start this with success is as dangerous as failure hope yes. is as hollow as fear okay like that that is yeah. the, that states things but then the next two sort of sections define what that is what does it mean that success is as dangerous as failure whether you go up or down the ladder your position is shaky when you stand with your two feet on the ground, you will always keep your balance. And I think that this is like that ladder is this idea of other people's perceptions of what it means to be successful or what it means to, you know, like you are on, you aren't on the ground with your two feet. You are actually like, you're utilizing an external thing. You're utilizing this ladder, this tool to give yourself this value right and 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 what pops into my head and it's something that i really love because especially being on this app it's showing me and i was thinking about this this morning it's showing me that my world the inner world that i've had has always been perfect but i didn't know because the external world kept telling me that it didn't exist and you know, it's, it's like, I'm completely out of my mind, far-fetched. I mean, my mom was really good at telling me that one. So I love the idea because I think of what you say when you go into people's room. I actually just quoted this the other day, is that <clears throat> when you go into, you know, talk to addicts, you're like, I don't care if you're sober or not. I don't care if you use drugs or don't. And that's such a great neutral place for me because I'm not interested in where you're at today in your chaos. Right. I'm interested in, are you open and willing to step into your shoes and enjoy them, period. Right. Period. And that's where I believe you have the same concept because if you're not open and willing to who you are, there's nowhere to go. 
And I've always pulled people in going, you can do it, you can do it, you can. And there's no way I can do that anymore. Right. And there's no way that you could have ever like actually done that. Like what you did no. was all about you, you know, right. like, and, and, and now like in this place of like, like in order for you to have been who you were, you had to, you had to buy into the concept of the yeah. ladder to begin with. Right. And it was way shaky. It's like, I tell people, don't put me on a pedestal because there's only three, you know, three legs on that thing and I'm going to fall over. That's right. That's and, right. And, and I'm not, uh, I, what I'm doing is when people put me there, even now I'm like, eh, no, and I don't get mad. I'm like, no, mm -mm. they're like, but Nancy, you know, this, I don't care. You know, this. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, let's keep going. Cause and then cause what does it mean that hope is as hollow as fear? Hope and fear are both phantoms. They arise out of thinking of the self. Can you explain what, the hope part? So, because hope is something that I thought that I was sharing. So what, what would, yeah. be a, what, what would be a kind uh, more aligned word than hope? Yeah. You know, language is weird because you know, like we, we want to like, like, again, like, let me, let me finish reading this one thing. Like, wh what does it mean that hope is as hollow as fear? Hope and fear are both phantoms. They arise out of thinking of the self. When we don't see the self as self, what do we have to fear? So there is this like hope is like, well, I hope something happens. Well, that is mm -hmm. looking to the future. Like if I hope, I don't know, like I, I can't think of anything off the top. Uh, right yeah, I, I hope I get a million dollars on the floor tomorrow. Right. Okay. So yeah. like, I hope I get a million dollars while I'm, while I'm at work. So, so that concept would be hope and wish would be synonymous, correct? Right. You know, like, uh, I hope this happens. Well, what are you doing to make that happen? Is that hope or are you doing something in your life right now? And is that really what you want? Are you actually making a move or even taking a step to make something happen? Or are you just rolling the dice on, let's hope that the universe lines this up for me? You know, this is all, all of a sudden kind of revolving around fear. And it's right. revolving and that, and around that goes, not having. Right, but it's also revolving around non-action non and not, not just not doing anything. It's right. just sitting yeah. at home, watching TV. Now there's hoping. hollowness, right? Mm -hmm. It's as hollow as fear, right? Like it's just hollow. But if I took hope, but the hope that I hold in my heart is like a light at the end of a tunnel mm -hmm. and people can either walk towards it or not, but there's still, it's still the light is shining. That's the way I yeah, feel. You are a light, mm -hmm. but you aren't going to like, if, if, if what you do is get them to like seeing hope can like having hope in something can give you um the impetus to do something right mm -hmm. just being like oh there's now hope that's one thing but like and, and i think that as long as like you don't kind of sit on the hope of just like well let's hope that this goes okay let's hope right, no. that all of this yeah happens. but that, that like i said that's that's a con so it's just two different understandings and I my think so. Because my hope, the reason why I utilize hope in a very gentle way is the thing of if you're open and willing to take that first step, the light is at the end of the tunnel. So there is hope and you're not defeated. But that's right. the energy I have. But you still have to do the work because right. I, I have come to realize that 
I really enjoy doing the work and people keep telling me I don't. And I think it's hilarious. I do laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I think that is a difference, right? Like Mm -hmm. hope alone is this space of like, well, I hope this doesn't work out or I hope this does work out. And it's like, you could be in this space of just like hope is hope and fear. Like, like if you don't do anything, if you don't step into it, if you don't, if you don't take an action, like you said, like, I want to give you just enough hope to get you to move towards something. Once you do that, now that should be the engine that drives you forward continually. No, I hope it is. No, I'm only kidding. Um, Right. (laughs) And just play with the word. But it's also what I was hearing too, is like the way some people utilize prayer or utilize the universe. Well, you know, mm-hmm. the universe is in charge, so I don't have to do anything. So I'll just sit back and wait. Mm, I'll, just yeah. pray, I'll just pray to God because he's got the answers and he's going to fix it for me. And I'm like, that always, because I was raised Catholic and that always set wrong with me. I'm like, how can, is he going to knock on my door and say, hey right. girl, here's your answer. You know, him specifically? No. Right. What is it that I need to do? So yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that, I see what you're saying and it's really cool because I get to realize that my concept of hope, I'll just carry the energy and people will understand it if they right. want to see it. That's all. And then we fall into this last section, which is see the world as yourself, have faith in the way things are, love <laughs> the world as yourself, and you can care for all things. <laughs> and that would be everything I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> The whole image, because I can't, I really have realized what I'm doing, and it's bigger than I thought in my little small brain. Yeah. So, and it's not a big deal. It's just, can I have the image? And I got the image, and I went, oh my god, I got this section. That, all right, I got it. So that's why that's why I consider it a uh, um, a center opposed to a specific thing. So it's kind of cool. It's cool. That's that's fun. That's fun. Right. Thank you so much. Big hug Always. to you. I didn't realize big it, hugs. but yep. enjoy enjoy your day. The rest of it. Oh, I will. Kristen is coming on. I don't get to talk with Kristen too often. I always, always kind of love talking with Kristen, but um, and she's. Hi, I know we miss each other, don't we? We do. We often <laughs> but I, do. But, but I, sure I, I, I just, just start with, "Happy Friday, love you, love your work, and so glad you're with me." And happy Friday to you, and I love you, and I love what you're doing. You know that. Yes. (laughs) And uh, Energy Lady, love listening to you, sis. I love it, love it. Keep up the good work. Okay, so I guess I'll do um, 34. 34. I don't know what numbers other people, I don't remember. Nobody picked 34, so we'll move to 34. And and if they did, it doesn't matter. You you and I are going to have a different conversation. That's right. That's true. And Wesley's in on it too. All right, Wes, you and I, come on. (laughs) The great Tao flows everywhere. All things are born from it, yet it doesn't create them. It pours itself into its work, yet it makes no claim. It nourishes infinite worlds, yet it doesn't hold on to them. Since it is merged with all things and hidden in their hearts, it can be called humble. Since all things vanish into it and it alone endures, it can be called great. It isn't aware of its its greatness. Thus, it is truly great. That made my eyes tear up. That was beautiful. (laughs) Mm. Really. 
Wow. Yeah. I just was feeling, I actually closed my eyes because I really wanted to hear that. And I just, I felt a little stinging and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm really connecting with this today. Yeah. It, what pops out at me is that since it is merged with all things and hidden in their heart, it can be called humble. Like this, just this space of like, it is driving everything. Yes. And we, if we can let go to be lived, you know, like this, yes. this, this, yeah, this I hear idea you. of being lived by, right? We don't, we don't have to, we, we can just have the experience of living by being lived by the Tao, right? Not, not being, not being so egotistical to be like, I am going to live because it is impossible to live. Right. Like all of the yeah. things that are happening right now, from pumping our own blood to having a conversation, to knowing what words to speak and how to do it and how to move and how to stand and how to like digest all at the same time. No, I cannot live. But I can yeah. be lived by. Yes. What's coming up for me is what I often talk about is what part of our being are we functioning from? Hmm. Are we functioning from our higher self or our lower self? Like, are we attached to, are we trying to make things happen or we're we allowing things to come through us? Yeah. That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what I, which I, tr you know, that's my goal, if that's the right word of, that's what I try to do through life. I just want to feel my way through and see what presents and, and attach to things that feel inspiring and light and expansive and let go of things that are tight and constricted and feel like control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't like control. You know, we're, we're, we're so much, so much of us is the Tao, right? And, yes. and when we start this, this, this verse, it states the great Tao flows everywhere. All things are born from it, yet it doesn't create them. Yeah. I know. I don't even know what to say. I'm just feeling it. Yeah. Like yes. all things are born from it, yet it doesn't create them. It, it allows things to be created and yes. it, and it flows everywhere. Right. So even it's flowing everywhere, you know, like, and I, I, I can't help but think about this in terms of the void, right? the great void, that, that which is beyond the universe, that is yeah. the Tao. And then we have the edge of the universe. Now we have created the masculine in order to experience the feminine of the Tao, of the void. And now the void is no longer the void. We have an edge. And then inside of that, we have the Big Bang. Right. The Big Bang was the thing that may have created the edge of the universe and, and everything within it. And now on this planet here, we are embodying the Tao. And yet the Tao is just there to be created within. Yeah. You know, what's coming up for me is the greatest control we have is surrender. Yes. Yielding. Oh, yeah. Love you. Yes. Love you. Yeah. Yes. And, um, when I heard that many years ago via Marian Williamson and of course the miracles, I, I thought about that and I was like, like that was the boom for me. Mm -hmm. like, wow. That's so true. If we just let go, we surrender, 
stay aligned. You know, we, we function from inspiration. We keep ourselves calm. Then it just flows. Yeah. It's because it just is. It's just is. It's, it's, hard next, to put, it's hard to put into words. Yeah. This next line says that really beautifully. It pours itself into its work yet makes no claim. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you just do, you just hear, you're not doing this for a reason. Stop trying to come up with a reason as to why you're doing this because you're doing it because it needs to be done through you because you are being lived by something other than you. It's a through you. Yes. It comes through you. I think when we can function from a place of allowing it to move through us, then only good can come from it because it's always orchestrating from the position of the highest good for all concerned. Right. So there's not like, oh, this is just for you, Kristen. No, what's good for me is going to be good for the collective. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and just like you're taking an hour to meditate or you're going to the spa or you're doing, you know, like you're taking that 10 minutes with your child or whatever, and just being quiet together or just stepping away from anything to do. Like, even if it's just, we're going to go to a movie, we're going to go to the arcade, we're going to go do this, whatever you do, if it's coming from your heart, like, and it's not coming out of a way of escape, and you're being here and it's for the best. Yeah. Okay. So here's a, here's a small story that happened last night. My daughter was laying in her bed. She's a teenager and she, and I just, the inspiration struck me and I just went flying across the room and landed on her and was kissing her whole face. She had her earbuds in talking to her friends and I'm like, I love you. I love you. And I'm kissing her. And she's like, Oh my God, get off of me. Ah, you know, all this. And it's like, I love you. I love you. Oh, and she's like, mom. And then I finally get up and she goes, you, you just killed me. And I was like, okay, she always says that. That's her thing. She's like, I'm dead. So as I'm walking out of the room and I shut the door, all I'm hearing as I'm walking to my room is, I love you. I love you. Good night. I love you. I love you. Good night, mom. And so I'm screaming back, I love you too. And I was thinking, you know, that came, that moment came just because it was inspired of me. If I would have thought about it and said, well, she's on the phone and she doesn't like I do this. And no, that was my heart said, go jump on your kid. So I did, you know, and then even though she was fighting it kind of, you know, she was giggling the whole time, but you know, teenagers don't, you know, get off of me. Don't touch me, you know, but, but, but acting from that inspired place was good for her and probably for the friends that she was on the phone with. Right. Absolutely. It's not just, it's not just you like, and that, and, and in all reality, that may have hurt one of her friends as well. Hmm. Yeah, because they okay. don't. Because that they don't hurt. have it. Yeah, because they maybe that's something that they want. Yeah, and they don't know that they want it, or they they can't have it, and mm-hmm. that may be very painful for them. But that's okay because that's their. They have to grow through that. That's what I'm Not, saying. Where it's the highest good for all concerned. Because right. That's what they need to get in that moment <clears throat> to move into their next level of healing yes. or awareness or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And it, and it, and wow, it may, that's so cool. you know, like you never know, it could break up the relationship between that person and your daughter, but that's okay. Yeah. Because we don't make a claim yeah. to anything. We can, we can sit here and be here and be present since it is merged with all things and hidden in their hearts. It can be called humble. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I I feel that the play, you know, functioning from the place of humility is where it's at for me. When yeah. I just stay in the not knowing, when I stay in the just doing the best I can, when I stay in the like there's no one better than me or no one less than me. Yes. To me that's the magic space. The Course in Miracles also says Everyone's special and no one's special. And I heard yes. you. I think that was you talking about like the similar. Was. I was gonna. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I am special, just like everybody else. Yeah. Everyone's special and no one's special. You know, we're we're all absolutely equal. So to dip into, yeah, I know better than them, or I, you know, that that just gets us in a messy world when right. we can just all look at us all as the same. Which makes me happy, you know. I like that. I like to look at the world. I like to look at the homeless person as, as my equal. I like to look at the president yeah. as my equal. I like to, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we're yeah. all equals. That's right. We yeah. we all are because we're all here and and we're all connected. And without us, the president wouldn't be able to be the president. Without us, the homeless person wouldn't be able to be the homeless person. And yeah. This is like all of that is necessary. Yeah. That, yeah. Hmm. Since all more? things, since all things vanish into it and it alone endures, it can be called great. You know, I look at that line and, and, you know, this idea of something enduring, it's about like, for me, at least it kind of sits in this space of, um, your heart knows the truth. And if you can step forward in truth, even if from one instance to the next, you are making, you know, outward appearing different choices like but you if you are true to your heart it will endure and it will endure being right or being wrong or being you know all of those things yes <clears throat> that reminds me of a quote that three things <clears throat> excuse me not long hidden are the sun the moon and the truth i think that's yes. a good and um i feel like when a lot of times we know the capital T truth of something, but the world around us is telling us we don't. Yeah. And if we, I think that's what you're saying by enduring mm -hmm. it. Well, yeah, it, you know, because there's times that I have inner knowings about things and I've learned to trust this over decades and decades of having it, that what it sounds like, what it feels like inside of me, where other people do not have that perception. So that's not, up for me to convince them or try to change their mind. I just need to sit in my own truth. And eventually it's revealed. Yeah. And I don't have anything. I just need to know for me. I don't need to know for anybody else. And that's why you can be called or it can be called great, right? Because you know, like you are always coming back in since it all things vanish into it and it alone endures. Like no matter what you throw at the truth, the truth will endure. And, and that truth is yours individually, just like my truth is mine. Yes, there will be some overlap, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming at this with all different tools than you. I'm coming at it with all of my experience. Exactly. And you're coming at it with yours from being from a different place with a different experience. You're a parent, I'm not, I'm male, you're female, whatever. Right. The truth is going, my truth is going to endure everything. Your truth is going to endure everything because everything will vanish into the truth. Yeah. Everything yeah. Will, will collapse into it. And that's why we can be called great. Yeah. It isn't aware of its greatness. Thus, it is truly great. 
And that's mm-hmm. like we were saying earlier, when you're sitting there and trying to be more special than somebody else. Yeah. When we can be here and have that greatness of understanding truth and not standing by it and making everybody know it as well. Or not making anybody wrong. Right. Yeah. You know, that something you said that resonated me, you said this to me weeks ago, or I don't even know if it was to me. I say it was to me because it was probably on wisdom. <laughs> and um, you could have been talking to, you were talking about addiction and how if, oh, I'm about to time out, but how somebody is an addict that, or whatever they're doing, heroin at that time, you got to word it correctly for me, but it's okay because why? Because it's, it's where they're at or how do you word it, Martin John? I don't know what you're mentioning. <laughs> oh, okay. I say a lot of things. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm going to time out too, but we'll, we can talk about that at a different time. It was just something you said about addiction, which gave me such a, a different view of it. I was like, wow, that's fascinating, but it felt mm-hmm. true. I got it. I got what you were saying. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, my I would brother. love to talk about that. Like, cause hey, I don't, what? I, I talk about addiction a lot, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. When are you leaving on your, your, the your 24th, start? the 24th, I'll be leaving okay. and there will be, you know, there will, there will be fanfare and regalia. No, I, I'm, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this. You, right, you, I won't be around. That's how you'll know. Um, I, I do Dow of the day, five days a week. And when that, when, when you're like, oh my God, Dow of the day, Martin must be in a stark retreat. Yes. And I'll be gone for two weeks. Um, I think I'm going to take, uh, I'm, I'm going to mark the day. I think I'll leave on the 24th. I'll, I'll do my Dow of the day on the 24th. Um, and then I'll come back and I'll wait a couple days after I come back um, before I start doing Dow of the day again. I just want to make sure that I'm prepared and that it's, that it's not just rote. I want to make sure that it's the right choice for me to come back in. So I think I'm going to, you know, end two weeks I'm going to turn it off on the 24th. And then I think the 24th is a Wednesday or a Thursday. And then I'll come in Wednesday or Thursday, uh, as long as I decide to continue doing Tao of the day. Um, not that I don't want to, I, I'm, I'm all set, but I do always want to leave the door open for change. I always want to leave the door open for a possibility that I am moving on to some other things. Uh, so uh, that is just speaking from a place of, you know, where I'm at right now, just kind of thinking about like, hey, if I am true to the Tao and I'm true to myself, I want to be open to the possibility of of this thing that I've been doing for you know six months or whatever it is uh, to dissolve. But uh, that will happen when it happens for the right reasons. Um, thank you everybody for showing up and showing me support. I love you guys. You're all, uh, like, like you guys make Dow of the day so special. Like I have been, like, I've said this a number of times I've been doing Dow's, uh, for people for decades. Uh, you know, I carried a copy in my, in my car and I would just ask people to pick a number and we would go through and they would be like, oh my God, that, 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 that resonates so much. And, and as I'm here practicing every day with you guys and doing this with you guys, it's, it's just even more and more proof every day that like, yes, the Dow uh, has so much to offer. So I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. I appreciate your time and patience as you listen to other people go through their Tao. And I invite each and every one of you to come up and talk to me at some point uh, and, and get your Tao for the day. I do this weekdays sometime in the morning central time. Uh, and I do not want to ever claim a time because things can change and shift. So 
once again, I'm Martin John. I work with a limited number of clients one-on-one -on -one every month. And if you're interested in recovering yourself and learning more from me and what I have to offer, I would love to work with you. Um, I have workshops, none of which are scheduled, but I do have workshops. And if you're interested in workshops, uh, let me know and I can get you on the mailing list so that when, um, when I do have new dates, uh, I'll be able to get you back on. I do have that dark retreat coming up. And so after my dark retreat, many things may change. So I'm try trying to keep everything uh, up for grabs for until I come back from my dark retreat, because that may change everything in my life. And if it does, well, I want to be open to doing that. So until next time, I love you guys and keep recovering yourself.